Well, fellas, we made it through the cell. We made it through another three hours of Raw. Um, some of us may or may not have made it through breaking ground on the WWE Network, but the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast is back. We have four of the five-man wrecking crew in the house tonight. Uh, two chains may or may not be joining us later in the broadcast. We'll have to see. We'll start, uh, this is Aaron, obviously, and we'll start with uh, D. Wayne, who's out on the road. How you feeling, sir? I'm, I'm very interested in today's, today's podcast, so we'll see. I know, it sounds like Mr. Silly Salas is going to be the angry one, and usually that's reserved for either you or me sometimes. Salas, uh, how are you? I'm, I'm really good. I've just been amped up. I've been tweeting this about this since Sunday, and you'll see why I'm so hyped up about this recording. But let me give a couple of shout-outs. Shout-outs to Mitch Ian, uh, at Mitch Wooten on Twitter, who has definitely been favoriting and following a lot of our tweets. Um, just a shout-out to a lot of people that with the interactions we had on Sunday. Um, shout-outs to basketball returning tonight. I know Aaron, we're watching your Bulls as we record yeah. right now. And shout-out to WWE 2K16 uh, coming out today. So those that are interested in video games, out for Xbox One and PS4. I'm not trying to put in cheap plugs, but let's go ahead and support WWE. Cool. And uh, speaking of 2 chains a little bit ago, he just joined us. Hey, how about them Panthers? All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Who, who, you guys got who again on Monday? You got the Colts, right, coming up yeah, on Monday? Yeah. So you're fixing to be 7-0. Yeah. We'll dig a hole in them again, for, just like y'all did. Y'all did. Man, I, I'm so impressed with the Panthers. I think they're going to be a lot of fun come playoff time. How about we drop down in the power rankings this week? Seriously? Are you serious? To what? I, I, I don't even know what team. I got the email and I saw it. I was like, I'm not even going to read this. Huh. <laughs> the, the hate is real. Man, I, I think Cam is a legit MVP candidate because he's kind of – I don't know. I just think he's doing things people wouldn't have expected with that roster the way it is. Oh, yeah. So, no, man, much much props to the Panthers. Um, a lot of good undefeated teams out there still. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Dr. M, last but not least, how are you, my friend? Doing pretty well. Just finished grading a set of papers, and I'm still sane. And I am ready to hear uh, Mr. Sellis' rant. Can I rant for 20 seconds? Um, my parents are in New Orleans right now. They come back tomorrow. They've been there for the long weekend for the 32nd or 33rd wedding anniversary. I forget. So shout outs to them. But, dude, they've been texting me pictures of food the past three or four days. And I'm just having flashbacks to how well we ate at WrestleMania 30. And they need to have WrestleMania there again soon. But I feel like after Minneapolis, I think you're going to see it happen in that new Los Angeles stadium where the Chargers are going to probably move to. Or the Rams. But that, or the Rams or whoever, but um, that's just a side rant. But let's get into it. Um, Mr. Sellis, I'm going to let you kick it off because I, I saw a lot of your rants. Which specifically, uh, which topic do you want to go off of first here? Uh, let's start off with, you know, go from Sunday to Monday. I want to start off with the ADR surprise entrance as far as him being the U.S. Open Challenge, if that's okay. Uh, just don't let him slap you in the face if you say anything offensive, but go ahead. All right, sounds fair. Now, okay. Dr. M, let's let's think about this for a second. Me and Dr. M, we attended a WrestleMania. Let's say, you know, WrestleMania 27. Who was the opening match of that WrestleMania, Dr. M? Well, I believe it was... Alberto Del Rio. And who did he face? He faced for his final match, the Rated R Superstar Edge. And what was the title that was up for existence? The Big Gold Belt itself, the World Heavyweight Championship. Hashtag Big Gold Belt, where we got our name of our podcast from. So if we remember, let's say approximately two to three months earlier, why did he get that shot for WrestleMania 27 for the Big Gold Belt? <laughs> what year was that? 20, oh, 2010. Won, uh, 2011. The Rumble. No, it was 2010. 2010. Was t- okay. He won, the, he won the Rumble. So he won the Rumble. So we have ADR as a Royal Rumble winner. winner. Okay? Let's leave it at that. Did uh, Alberto Del Rio ever win the Big Gold Belt even though he last lost that match? Was he a world heavyweight champion at one point? I believe so. Okay. Let's fast forward to 2011, June. June or July. I can't remember exactly which month. A famous pay-per-view called Money in the Bank, in which Money in the Bank had two briefcases during that time. It was a blue briefcase for the World Heavyweight Championship, the Big Gold Belt, 
And who was the winner of the red case that year in 2011? Mr. ADR himself. Alberto Del Rio, who then cashed in a month later at SummerSlam against CM Punk at SummerSlam 2011. But who did CM Punk beat to retain his WWE title during that time? Uh, Do you remember? Wait, is that the one where he dun, like, dun, dun, ran dun. away with the belt? Not that one. He didn't run away with the belt during that one. Dun, oh. dun, dun. There we go. <laughs> dun, 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 Would it be Cena? So it was John Cena. So let's think back a little bit. And, you know, let's think back to Matt had its great vignettes trying to promote new wrestlers. I'll throw up great vignettes like when they debuted MVP. But who was one of the greatest SmackDown vignette wrestlers that they promoted and actually became not only a WWE champion and a World Heavyweight champion? What was a great vignette that they displayed? Who can we talk about here? I feel like you're alluding to ADR. So let's think about this for a second. (laughs) If ADR was vignetted as one of the greatest superstars that are going to be upcoming, maybe a new transcendent superstar, where this guy would come in, he had all the sparkles and all the pyros and everything, all the cars, merchandise, hence back at that WrestleMania 27 Edge and Christian destroyed one of those fantastic cars. He didn't win the championship that year, but he run the Warrior Rumble. He became a world heavyweight champion later. Then fast forward, won Money in the Bank. Then fast forward, won the WWE title. So you're telling me this guy has won the Royal Rumble, world heavyweight title, WWE title, and Money in the Bank and his short stature. And he was a legitimate main event character, right? True. Okay, let's fast forward again. We have him as a world title holder, you know, at a time. And then he had a few, well, let's say, of, you know, Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger was part of what group and what, who led that group? Deb Coulter. I love the, the music that I'm, I'm loving the music that Aaron is bringing back. <laughs> so, Deb Coulter. That music is still around, by the way. Yeah, he used <laughs> oh, it this week. Very much still around. He used it this week. <laughs> now, Let's think about it, for example. Zeb Coulter could be like eh, a Republican-American-American, but that's no here, no there. But what kind of famous you know, slogan did he used to say that was similar to a, uh, Donald Trump uh, you know, in his gimmick? What would you say was his similar slogan during that time? Uh, I, I'm not even going to even brush around that one, but I, I think we get the gist on that one. We get the gist on that one because we don't want people to quote-unquote, come across our borders. But, you know, but there's no here or there. Let's fast forward to Sunday. So we have a Cena Open Challenge. So, Cena Open Challenge. Cena comes out, you know, does his little thing. Can we get a music again, Aaron? The the, the Real Americans one? No, 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 no. The Cena music. Oh. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I can't no, even do it without he laughing now. does his little thing. And he's like, <laughs> okay, we're ready to open up this thing for a Cena Open Challenge. And then here comes Zeb Coulter in a wheelchair or a scooter or whatever you want to call it. So you're thinking, why is Zeb Coulter out here? Because you know it's going to be a big surprise. You know it's not going to be Jack Swagger. You know it's not going to be Cesaro. So what kind of surprise is it going to be? Here comes Alberto Del Rio. Granted, happy that he's back. Once again, he never should have left because, you know, truth be told, he left in a kind of a BS type of way. Now, granted, I don't know the whole story. A lot of people don't know the whole story, but he left on un, un, you know, on good terms, kind of like how Daniel Bryan got fired in the WWE. But look what happened when Daniel Bryan returned. However, we have ADR back in the United States Championship match. And everybody's so happy. Oh, Alberto Del Rio is here. But let's review what I just said. This guy was a main event person, won the Warrior Rumble, was a world heavyweight champion, and then won the WWE Championship. Why are we happy this dude has been rehired to a mid-card title feud with John Cena. But let's say, oh, he beats John Cena for the United States title. John Cena only got that title supposed to be to regenerate what the United States Championship is. And at one point, we all said it was a wasted mid-card belt. If we want to make sure John Cena promotes this belt the right way, we should not have got rid of the big gold belt which legitimately made main event people, because if it wasn't for the big old boat, CM Punk would never got the reign he got. 
Daniel Bryan would never got the reign he got because let's remember, in order for them to get their legitimate WWE title reigns, they had to win the World Heavyweight Championship first. So why are we happy that we're making this main event guy who's legitimately did things that Roman Reigns hasn't done and a lot of superstar hasn't done to become a mid-card title? And then here's the kicker. We find out that he's going to be doing limited events. So that means you're making him a part-time performer. So why are you giving a belt to a part-time performer in order to legitimately make that belt a good contending belt again? To me, I think they just wasted the time for somebody else to go over Cena, in which that's why the WWE mid-card is so bad. You need to make sure you have unbecoming superstars making sure they legitimately beat Cena like a Kevin Owens, where they can legitimize a belt that should be a good mid-card belt. To me, they just wasted a person to come back on, you know, to beat Cena with ADR. No point. I, I think I have to super totally disagree. I disagree as well, James. Oh, I very much disagree. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry, oh, so That's what I kind of disagree to. That's oh, going to have to make four of us, brother. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> all my life. I got it. Okay, I'm going okay, so Let me listen. The first thing is all his accolades was, was, um, was brought up by all the commentaries, so everybody is fully aware of his statue. So yes, yes. There's no mystery of where he's been. Yes. The other, the other thing is the word limited hasn't been defined, nor has it been confirmed. So to say limited doesn't mean they could be working part-time, but actually only means he might only be contracted for a year, for which I think he is, is still contracted with Lucha. Underground, not Lucha with uh with Triple A, no, not AAA. with Lucha, Triple A. Yeah, okay, and he has upcoming dates with them booked. Right, and I thought, and that, and, and on the side note, I thought that's awesome because now the the door is starting to open for big names and you know people that could come in and do a couple of rounds. <laughs> AJ <shows> Styles. <laughs> yeah, like I think this is I think this is a big deal. Like now, I feel like um other wrestlers is going to say like hey i have an opportunity to cut a deal with you know blah 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 to you know work a show with them but also still remain with you know whomever so i think i thought i think seeing him is is just a, a door opening for bigger things so i'm happy about that the other thing is too i actually like the fact that he didn't go straight for um the wde world heavyweight championship and the u.s and and, and rather the U.S. Championship, because I feel like there's more competition in what you're calling this mid-card. Because I feel like once you get, once you get um, fed to Seth Rollins, you're either going to probably end up getting fed to Sheamus, and then you're probably just going to become irrelevant. Like, I, anybody that's number one contender, anybody that's in that field for number one contender or potentially could beat Seth is completely irrelevant to me right now. Their storylines and everything is just not good right now to me. But the mid-card... It's a lot of potential because there's so many good talent just floating around in the middle. Like Alberto Del Rio and Neville match, I'm not going to say like it was the best, but there's a lot of like possibilities for that for them to work together and actually start making a more competitive like match field there. Not to mention like you know you said mid card, you got to draw all the way across parallel to like the Intercontinental Championship as well too. So then, mm-hmm. you know, you start building matches against title versus title. And Kevin Owens versus uh, Kevin Owens versus uh, Alberto Del Rio is something I'm already looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So, nonetheless, though, I I did not like the finish of the match, but I do like the fact they brought it back. I also think the last the, the last part I don't agree with your rant is the whole um, the promotion of how he's brought out. I think if the WWE knows best. Stay away from politics because anytime they trickled around with it, they end up getting into some formal, like semi trouble, like with the um, Vladimir Putin comments yep. that they made. Oh, they yeah. right out of there. <laughs> and now with uh, hot talking Trump, I wouldn't even want to. I wouldn't want to have no parallels to my character and this guy in real life from the way he's going. Because even though I'm not saying I'm like against Trump or anything, like a lot of comments that he's that he makes people take it way out of context and you don't want to be an entertaining company under scrutiny of the likes of Donald Trump, you know? So I feel like they did a good thing by saying, okay, let's just squash this old promo, bring culture back and say, now we done made, <laughs> we made 
uh, friendship with Mexico now. So, you know, that'll be the last of that. And and the sad thing is, too, that means that'll be the last of the We The People, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, D-Wayne, well, what, what did you I, want to add to that, brother? Well, all right, let's go back to what you just said. Actually, if you really think about it, it is political, because you got to think about it. Jeff Coulter is the so-called American-American. You have Alberto Del Rio from Mexico. But what's coming up next year? The presidential election. So what are you trying to do? Well, you try since this big man and, and his whole family's very big in Republican Party, what you trying to do? You're trying to make sure that the Mexicans, the Hispanics, and Latinos are included into everything. So what do you do? You say, hey, Jeff Coulter, let's get a partnership with ADR and say, oh, yeah, we all are all the people. exploiting bringing back a Mexican market ambassador mm-hmm. and there's no I mean the, the names are there and Alberto Del Rio was one of the names but we was just like it can't happen because of contract reasons and plus yeah. he, he left he left on a class A civil suit so what do you do you you, rec- you recommend what happened with the suit say hey you can work broke productions you know we'll pay you we'll give you a belt you know we'll put you right to contention and storylines and we'll swipe everything under the rug I think he looked pretty happy coming out. <laughs> what do you? Oh, yeah, he did look happy. What up? But um, I, I, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a political move. But I just I like the move personally because one, I can't see him in a main event role right now. I think they have the main event, you know, say um the whole main event storyline and event. All planned out. All oh right. man, so, we're gonna so, we're gonna get to that too because I know you and I see eye to eye on that. It's, it's no it's no room for anybody else but who is already there. Yep. Um, two, ADR, no matter how great he is, he's, he's a great wrestler. He's good at what he does. And I think that him in the mid-car right now is the best place for him. He's a great performer in the ring. Um, there's a lot of great performers in the mid-car. So it's it's a great move, Doctor M. Get in I, there. I, I heard that they had this deal done weeks ago. Yeah, I did too. Doctor M. Get in there, man. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would just echo a lot of what Two James and, and D Wayne brought up. I will say the one thing I don't like about this whole thing, um, and Silas, I can't remember if you mentioned this, but um. I don't, I'm not really convinced that the whole partnership between Del Rio and Zeb Coulter works. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems a little forced to me, and especially the rivalry they had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coulter and Del Rio both left WWE. It just, I'm not convinced about that part yet, but I mean, it's early. I, I agree. It, yeah. It's super forced. <laughs> I'm yeah. convinced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, hey, it's a question. Yeah. But Can over. Is it me or did y'all expect ADR to have a new finisher? Because that's why I wanted to see a new finisher from. Not necessarily. Not really, no. You know, with Michael Cole non calling himself, I, I'm glad he didn't because Michael Cole would have called it something <laughs> when it wasn't, and it just would have been bad. Like, I don't understand how Michael Cole makes mistakes on people's finisher names. Like, he has to convince himself. He's, you know, like, uh, watching um, Raw, he was like, Page with the submission, that's the PTO, the page tap out. It was like, yeah, we we know. Or do, do you know? <laughs> He's just excited. Yeah. Stinger. Stinger. Stings. <laughs> um, I'll tell you why it's going to work, guys. One word. Hashtag Mexamerica. Thank you. Yes, sir. I'm out. Yeah, that's going to catch on. Yeah. I'm out. I think it, I think it is, too. I, I was on... I think, I was on the ropes about it until Mex America happened, and now I'm good. I'm I'm with it. I'm good. I'm good. Seeing that crazy. Every, I hear every. I'm sorry. I hear every valid point that you guys are saying, even in Mex America. You know, and I know everything seems cool. But, but I mean, but here's the thing. Everybody who is a, and, and I'm just speaking to the mature adults here. 
that everybody that's an internet fan knew whoever Cena was going to, you know, have that match against, they was going to win. Everybody knew Cena was taking a break. To me, mm-hmm. it just it just seems so cheesy that the only reason why you're dropping this title is to give Cena a break. I mean, like literally, let's have a match where if Cena has to drop a title, and this, this is to anybody, make it a legit match. Making a legit angle where Cena is trying to recover that title back and still can't get it back. Like, let Cena have a challenge. Just Man. don't get a match where That's he just gives it happen. up. Yeah, it's, it's unless it's Brock or The Rock, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's so bad. Like, there's no way in, in heck is gonna happen because Cena's gonna drop the title. He's gonna get it right back. Mm-hmm. It's 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 so bad that he was on ESPN and said that he was interested in taking a break. Like, and, and that's terrible. Yeah, that's like, terrible to me. it's it's super bad. And the crazy thing is, like, I know we joke around about how powerful Cena is in the company, and you know how he uh, gets to manipulate storylines and and so on. But I feel like that's just as bad as the Lana Rousseff leak on TMZ. Cena yeah. going on yeah. ESPN saying, "Oh, I'm interested in a break." You're Mister Work. I work every, you know, every show. Blah blah blah. I don't appreciate these halftime wrestlers. Remember that about a year ago? Now mm-hmm. look at you. <laughs> it's so like, funny. I mean, it's so funny how people change, huh? I just can't see Cena, CM Punk, anybody coming out and like breaking quote unquote unquote kayfabe character and saying, I need a break. You know, you if you're Mr. Hustle Loyalty and Respect, it's no days off for you. Like Darren Young could have sold that gimmick more if you want to say it. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, let's think about it. How long have you had this gimmick? You have to realize he's probably just tired. Like his, his body's probably banged up. He probably just really seriously just needs a break. Well, here so we, we already know what he's going to be doing during the break. But the thing is, he probably just really needs a, a legitimate break. He needs a break, and he needs them to build up new guys for him to take down a peg or two when he gets exactly. back. You got to build exactly. some new. You got to build some new food for the monster. It, oh, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all I'm saying. You got to build up some new guys so he can take them down a peg when he gets back. Like let him build up ADR again, and we'll uh. We'll have the blow-off match at TLC or something. That's what's going to well, happen. Well, Dr. M, let me ask this. As an Impact Wrestling fan, I'm going to just ask you strictly, Dr. M. If you're going to do what you just did with ADR, would it mean more, much better if you did that with Kevin Owens over ADR based on how Kevin Owens debuted? I mean, basically, you're doing the same thing, but you're giving a rub to ADR because of what happened maybe, like, years ago that you, you know, fired him when you shouldn't have? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think, I think this is... And I think two chains you brought this up, and maybe you too, Dwayne. But I think this is really the perfect spot for ADR to be mm-hmm. in, um, in part because I mean Kevin Owens, he's yeah he had that <laughs> disastrous feud with Cena, but for the most part, I mean he's he's doing quite well for himself. Um, and with ADR, I mean he's a solid wrestler. Guy's almost forty, and so. I, th- I think it's nice that the main event scene is pretty much on lock, and right now there's two young guys that are sort of in the in the title picture right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas ADR can always put on excellent matches at the mid card level, as we saw against Neville okay. on Raw. And um, I mean, I don't think it's ever a bad thing to have someone with heel tendencies like ADR with a title. Uh, I think it's always more compelling if a face is chasing a heel for a title than the other way around. Amen. Right. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy he's back, and I think this was a smart move for a number of reasons, whether it was political or not. Like, I think it was a smart move. Speaking of uh, of moves that they made, so they put Brock over on Taker in the cell. Um, I guess we we have two angles we can take on that, just to kind of move forward with the show a little bit. We have um, the match itself and how much you guys enjoyed that and also where you see the booking kind of going forward with Brock and with Taker considering, you know, we got Taker's next feud kind of all lined up. First of all, I would put that match that those two had in the cell in my top five for the year. No question about it. Oh, absolutely. I thought it was absolutely the best cell match they've had in years. Saying meaning WWE's had in years. I thought it was well worked. I've never seen anybody rip up the ring apron before and take all the stuff out of it. I thought that was nice. I thought they used the cell way better than Roman and Bray did. 
Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was just a glorified hardcore street fight type of match. Um, I th- I loved the blood because I oh, mean no, maybe it's more effective now. Just we haven't seen them people gush like that in a while. Some people might have complained about the doctors getting involved and cleaning them up a little bit. I didn't mind that. I thought it made it feel more real. I thought Taker looked like a million bucks. I loved the ending and how it was a throwback to their their previous match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And I like that at least the ending led to something next. You know, you've got Brock who, for all intents and purposes, has a legit claim to another title match whenever he comes back, Cough Cough Mania. And um, I think you have um, a nice little feud set up for Taker for his 25th anniversary. And I have my predictions about where that could lead till WrestleMania. But I, I like everything they did with the main event. Um, what did you guys make of it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why Bray again? Why do we have to see Bray and Undertaker again? I agree with that part, though. Because they need to take her to go over on somebody, and Bray jobs to everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why they're doing it. I know that, but it's just... Uh, it's just... And then not only do you have Bray with the Undertaker, you have Kane with Bray again. So it's just... Oh, my gosh. It's... Creative. I just want to shoot all of them because what are they doing right now? Well, let me let me ask you this, Dwayne. So it kind of looks like we're going towards like a multi-man Survivor Series classic tag match, correct? Of, of course. Okay. That's, that's what it is. So you have four on two so far. Um, uh-huh. I could see them putting um, one of your favorite wrestlers on that team, which could lead to one of your called-for matches at WrestleMania. Push things. Yeah. And he, even if he's hurt, he doesn't have to get in there and do much. It's an eight-man tag. Yeah, but his is more concerning on health. Like, how? What is, we don't know how healthy he's going to be. But I do see I do see two others that can be involved in a match with them, and that's Randy Orton and Sting. I do see those two. What about Dean? Do you think Dean has a claim to that, considering his past feud with them? Can I... I'm going to be honest with you. Dean is a lost cause right now. They don't know what to do with him. I, I think they're going to have him turn on Roman. I, I think they've agree. been hinting like crazy at that. At the Survivor Series, he's going to be involved in turning on Roman saying that he's the one that's going to Yep, and that's how, you keep, that's how you keep the title on Seth right there. That's exactly yep. how the finish yep. is going to go. I mean, honestly, because when, when he first, first of all, when they had Roman, when I guess we'll talk about this later, um, later but when they had Roman win last night, I'm just like, all they're going to do is they're setting him up to lose so he can win at WrestleMania. They don't want him to win at Survivor Series. no point in him waiting but, at Can I just say, D-Wayne, we totally called it that they were going to put him in the title picture immediately after that feud ended. We called it. Yeah, because there's nothing else for him to do. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. And you know what, Aaron? You know what else it's going to lead you to? What's that? That's going to lead you to your triple threat at Mania. You know title. what? I kind of I kind of wonder if they're going to be stupid about it, though, man, and blow it off before Mania. Because if you throw, like, let's say you throw Dean at Roman, and maybe that's what bides Roman's time till Mania. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think right now. Who, if you put a triple threat with the Shield, who in the heck do you put Brock against? I guess Brock is the wild card. And that's why I think it's going to end up being Brock and Roman at Mania. I don't want to see that again. I, I you know what though? I kind of do cuz it was a really good match last year. It was it was a good match. And I, I actually liked the match. I wouldn't mind um, it again. I, I, I don't think it's going to be a Brock and Roman. I, I don't think it's going to be that again. Cuz you got to put the title on one of them and I, I think it's weird to put the title on either of them before Mania. I think Seth You know what? Mania. Hey, you want to be honest with you? You know what? I think would be a good match and I probably a match that I would want to see. Hmm. But I don't know how they will pull this off. What's that? Uh, Brock versus Kevin Owens match. I think you're going to get that down the line. I just don't think now's the time. Right, but I think not. that would be tremendous also. Yeah, Kevin can't have the IC title with that. Yeah. Unless they unless they do it on the house show. Uh, yeah. A house pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Like I'll a, give you that. Like, yeah, that's true. Like a Japan one or something like that overseas, I would agree with that. But not yeah. in a bona fide, quote-unquote, WWE event. You know what? I just thought about something too. Speaking of speaking of the the pay per view house shows, was anybody ever convincedly thinking the Undertaker was going to win, being that this was Brock's tour? 
Oh, I I knew I called it on the last show that Brock was gonna win. Yeah, every everybody knew that Brock. Yeah, was win. I, was just, I was just making sure because we made it. We knew, we all knew Cena was gonna lose. I just want to make sure that we all knew that Undertaker was gonna lose too. <laughs> and, oh, and that's we the knew. part. And that's the part where I have a problem with. Just going back with Dwayne said about Bray Wyatt, and this is this again once again talks about how you know your mid card is not good because why is somebody as talented as Bray that threw a beautiful promo? On Raw, but to me that promo meant nothing because it was the same promo he did against Taker at Mania, yeah. and then once again it was a rebound match for Taker, and that rebound match is going to be Bray again, and then Taker's going to beat Bray. So That's... it's like, why do you keep on putting this dude up in great gimmicks, great speeches, great matches, but losing? He has not won a legitimate feud match yet. You know what? Can I tell you something? I think that eventually they have something special planned for Bray. And we don't know it yet, but it's there. I mean, at that, to- at that time, is it going to mean anything? Because this dude has, like, literally lost against Cena. Yeah, he beat Daniel Bryan, but it was no feud to it. I mean, well, it was a feud, but it was no special <laughs> title on the line. I mean, to me, he lost the Chris Jericho feud, in my opinion, because that was just a wasteless point. He's lost <laughs> to him once. He's going to lose to him again. You know, what? The- and he's lost to Roman, which that could have been the curve of marking because that was just the ultimate job to make Roman look good. I mean, what what else can this guy do that make you say, oh, after all this time, huh, Bray, I think you really deserve your title shot. You know what, though? I see your point, but the other thing about it is, on a show main evented by uh, Brock and Taker, the last guys to come out were the Wyatt family. I think that there's something to be said in terms of a long-term investment in those characters. But, you know, bad guys were made to lose, and they're bad guys. But they're getting it. I mean... It definitely doesn't suck them getting in there with Taker again. I I agree with you that at some point they're going to have to come up with a more bona fide direction for him. Right. I'm kind of with D-Wayne, though. I've heard Sting praise Bray Wyatt a lot in recent interviews, and I kind of wonder if that's a a place they're willing to go down the line because it would work on a number of levels. But I think after Mania, I think because you you heard him say, Roman, you and I are going to dance again. But I have to build myself back up first, and I start with Undertaker. I think you get a Bray and Roman title feud next spring. I think. I, think I wouldn't be surprised. Either that, or I could see Bray winning Money in the Bank and going after Roman. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Him, you know what? Him with the briefcase that would be great. Wouldn't it? I want it to either be him, or I want it to be KO. That would be great. For either one of those, yeah. actually. Yeah. Speaking of KO, is him is is him and Cesaro feuding now? Is that a thing, Doctor M? I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think so. Because I mean, they had those those matches like a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, it was it was nice to see them go at it again last night. But uh, at least I didn't get the impression that they're they're starting a feud again. Although I wouldn't mind it because he kind of cheated to pick up that win. So I would say Cesaro has some claim to a rematch of sorts. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But speaking, like, I guess just looking at the mid card, I'm just trying to figure out where they're going with guys because they keep throwing a lot of really good guys in six man tags that don't mean a whole heck of a lot. Like it seems like we're going to get Ziggler and Tyler Breeze, which I'm perfectly happy with. Mm-hmm. What are we doing with Ryback? What are we doing with KO? What are we doing with Cesaro? What are we doing with Sheamus? What are we yeah. doing with Neville? What are we doing with Stardust? I don't feel like I should have to ask about that many guys coming out of a pay-per-view. Well, I think we have a pretty good idea of what's happening with most of those guys. They're going downhill. Um, except but, for Seamus. Well, yeah, except for Seamus. I have to say, though, as much as I get upset when uh, at the fact that Cesaro has yet to be pushed, I kind of am, am starting to like what they're doing with him. Daniel Bryan-esque, if you will? Daniel Bryan-esque, I mean... You, no one can deny anymore that the guy is over. Yep. And the fact that, you know, yeah, he picked up a loss last night, but the match was so good and he looked so great that he, it was really tough for me to be upset that he lost. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think that, you know, maybe this is sort of the very slow, gradual build that Vince perhaps wanted all along. And um, at some point they're finally going to pull the, pull the trigger on him because I mean, every week they're talking about the Cesaro section. Every week he's getting a, a very good reaction from the crowd. And so, I mean, I think with some guys, the, the answer, there, it, there's at least a clear 
or somewhat clear path ahead for them. Guys like Neville, they're going to be sort of enhancement guys. They're, you can count on them to have go great matches on Raw and SmackDown, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Ryback, um, I think Ryback is something needs to change with him, or because he's he's he doesn't do anything. Um, Barrett, he's had what eight nine gimmicks by this point, sure. and again, he can put on a decent match, but he wouldn't be anywhere near my main event scene. No. Uh, so I mean, with some guys, I think they're they're they have their place in WWE. And other guys, I think there's some hints that, you know, their push is coming soon. I suppose so. You know what would have been a nice thing, I guess, to take Celis' side on matters? Cena in the calendar year of 2015 has lost clean to only two guys that I can think of. Kevin Owens and now Alberto Del Rio. Mm -hmm. I feel like... (laughs) I feel like wouldn't that have been a nice spot for Cesaro to come out and answer the challenge? It wouldn't have been a surprise, but it would have been amazing. He lost clean to Seth Rollins too. Pardon? He lost clean to Seth, right? Um. Well, John Stewart helped him. John out Stewart there. helped a lot. Oh yeah. my god! I just remember that. Yeah. So no, it's just two clean losses: the KO match in the spring, and ADR this past Sunday, and that's it. He only he only lost one convincingly match then, because he. I'm not sold on this last match that he lost. Yeah. Like, by, by that. Yeah. Now, hey, Dwayne. What's going on? Hey, I, I just gotta, I just gotta know. I, I need you to check it. I need you to put an APV out on a wrestler for me, real quick. I'm not sure if he's on his monster Cena files or not, but it's a good chance that he might be, or he might be affiliated with it, or something really close, but. Please tell me, where is Jack Swagger at for real? <laughs> oh, he's on the file. He's, on the he's file. having a vacation down in Mexico, America. I can't figure this one out for real. He's, on, he's on Xavier Woods' YouTube channel right now. That's where he is. <laughs> like, because now his gimmick's gone. His manager's gone. <laughs> like, he's he's really done. Like, I, you know, shout out to him being a lumberjack. Guess that counts, right? Oh no! Jack Swagger is in the lost files. <laughs> yeah, the he's in the dead zone. zone. The negative zone. <laughs> so, he, he doesn't even deserve an episode. <laughs> so, but, Aaron, can I bring up one thing to you? One quick thing that you mentioned, how you said that the uh, Tyler Breeze and Dolph Ziggler feud is going on. Yeah, remember what I said a while back that Dolph Ziggler and Tyler Breeze could be a tag team. I think this few can lead them becoming a heel tag team. Don't forget I said that. That wouldn't, su- on that. That wouldn't think, suck. Can I ask y'all something? I, I think it, they just, it was too obvious that he's going to feel with Dawson Aggress since he came up. I think that kind of irritated me a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I am totally with you on this one. Like, I hate to, I hate to admit it, but I just, I totally was like, oh, okay, I, I see this is definitely going to happen. Like one of those fantasy, like they're gonna feud just because they favor each other. Well, right. I just, I guess I'm just tired of the girlfriend boyfriend feuding on Raw, and I hope that we can move past those kind of storylines because it hasn't been done well up to this point. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I agree. It was kind of obvious, but I mean, people are so excited to see it, nonetheless. So. Yeah, it's not gonna suck. Um, they're gonna be the next Eminem. You know, you know what else doesn't suck. That Divas title match that we complained so much about at the Cell pay-per-view was really good. It was great. They needed it. I was just going to say that. And the fallout on Raw, Dr. M, you called it. They they went with Paige and the heel turned Foley, and it's on now, man. Can can I I tell y'all that uh, Nikki Bella is more appealing to me without the belt? I thought she was phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I think I would never say this ever again, so just whatever. <laughs> well, we've on. got it on record now because I'm recording this, so we know you said <laughs> yeah, it. I was going to say, I'll just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. M, can I ask you, I mean, I, I don't think there's much more to be said about the whole Diva situation. It was well done overall, but let me ask you this, man. Becky Lynch, what's she going to do? And Sasha Banks, we're going to put an AB, ABP out on her too. Yeah, I, I can't figure that out at all. I mean, honestly, Becky Lynch doesn't fit on the main roster. <laughs> she just doesn't. No, uh, not. That, that's not a comment on her wrestling ability. Oh! Um, but uh, she just doesn't She doesn't fit right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you want? 
I just heard something that just gave me chills. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't do that to Two Chains. That's his. That's his girl. Oh, I'm, oh I, I forgot Two Chains. He's into blondes and redheads. You know that. <laughs> because, because I respect you as a doctor, I won't even comment. <laughs> you know, I, I apologize. I forgot how how close you are to her. Um, but yeah, I mean, she just she's just kind of there. Unfortunately, because the attention's on Charlotte and the Bellas and now Paige, um, which is unfortunate. And, you know, where is Sasha Banks? I have no idea. Well, you know, (laughs) Becky Becky Lynch is the visible version of Natalia. (laughs) That's really accurate, buddy. Good job on that. I like it. Uh, Let's bring her in Total Divas right now, season five. That's hilarious. That was good. You know, since you are the doctor... Why don't you tell us how would you fix her her character then? What Becky Lynch's character? Yeah, what did, what what needs to happen? Uh, well, she needs to be by herself, I think, uh, because if she's in a group, she's just going to get overshadowed. I would I would simp- I would book her honestly as the type of wrestler who is sort of no nonsense. She comes out, you know, does her match every week, and, and puts on a great show um, without much you know, t- wasting time talking or anything because she's not good on the mic. Um, so talk about a female Cesaro. So, uh, or like, I think she would be like a, a female version of Cesaro or possibly Neville. Like okay. someone that you can count on every week to deliver a great match. And I think that would be a perfect role for her. I like yeah. that. I like that comparison with Neville. That's a good that's you, a good you, you know what's wrong with BCB is that they do not compliment each other at all. Nope. Paige is no, a really don't. good improviser. Um, Charlotte is really good for the script, but then you have the third person that just was like, okay, now, do I improvise it to the script, or do I just sit here and look silly? Exactly. And then you have Becky Lynch. But to be fair, she's really, really good at giving pinky swears on TV. She does yeah, that pretty well. Yeah, they're not even good at that, for real. No, they, they were kind of off on that when they come out on Monday. Um, you, know, you know, they're like the, the perfect analogy of PCB is when you try to give your boy a dap, with a handshake, <laughs> and his head is turned up the right wrong way, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you know what? Else? You know what? I thought, like, I didn't have a ton of complaints coming out of the cell pay per view, but when I did, it was weird to me that they didn't put the titles on the Dudleys for the short term, considering they took Xavier out. I think that would have put a little more steam on it because I don't. I don't understand the point of having the Dudleys go at the New Day again at this point. I, I, if they I, can't I totally even beat them without but, Xavier uh, there. I, look, I don't agree. I think keeping the titles on the New Day is just great. They're just great. So again, I, what do you do with I, the Dudleys I, now? It's like you brought the Dudleys back for no reason. You just bought them back for a pop. You know, it, it, and That's and, what it was. They lost steam. And when they lost steam, you could tell. When they botched that little point, yeah. in the map, I was like, oh my God. Can they I, can, I and, and you know what I'm about to say right now? They brought back the Dudleys to give filler in. Because guess what? Eventually, this New Day feud is going to lead to the Usos coming back. When are they coming back, by the way? So, I'm surprised we so don't have them yet. I heard, I, heard I heard they're wrestling down in Florida right now. Okay. Fair so, enough. New gimmick or same gimmick? Same. But you know, what's, you know what's the worst part about this? The proud top players have been uh, like overshadowed by this now. Like they're, now they're just yeah, true. become relevant again. The primetime players were just a placeholder, man. Unfortunately, that's what it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, that's so bad. And I, mean, I think I think the Dudleys, to D Wayne's point, I think the Dudleys are have brought been brought back simply as a nostalgia act. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody likes the Dudleys. It's nice to see them every week. And I mean, again, everybody has their role in WWE, and so I, I wasn't all that upset that the Dudleys didn't win the titles I, I honestly i don't think they should uh, and plus and plus the new day is just great Good dude the, the unicorn yeah. gimmick that they're doing now oh, i just so i right just right love now. how Kobe they interject the something right now they put something <laughs> fresh in every couple weeks it's something fresh whereas yeah. like you look at some of the acts they got on tv and they're, they come out and do the exact same entrance step for step move for move whereas like the new day they're shooting from the hip with like 
really great stuff every week, and they just come out with new a new shtick. Like they don't rely on the trombone as much because they got that unicorn gimmick now. Right. It's they tremendous. Are, they are the hey. best thing to happen to WWE hey. in a long time. Hey, this this big E dance bothers me though, because I'm like, oh, oh you love it, Dwayne. Don't lie. I, I I laugh when I see it because I think it's so funny. It's great. Yeah. Hey, Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne, can you do that dance? That's happening in Texas. <laughs> hey, I, I, have to, I have to be quite honest with myself. And I, I, I wonder if y'all agree. Is Kofi Kingston the best thing on TV right now? Period. Yes, and he needs a WWE title shot. Yes, he does. Anything. <laughs> only person I can think that's probably better than him is Dalton Castle. That's the only Dalton Castle is my oh dog. My God, yes. You know, how about a Kofi versus Dalton Castle? Just one match. Woo! Just one match. <laughs> Book it. WrestleMania 32. Yes. Yes. Hey. Let, 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 I don't even take that as the pre-show. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, 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 uh, Aaron, what about your boys being signed to Lucha Underground? You know what? I saw that just a couple hours ago. I didn't really want to talk about it because it's, it's cool in a way because they're going to do really great things there. But in another way, man... I really wish they had a bigger spotlight to shine because those guys are so good. But maybe that's part of the point of the Young Bucks is they're just going to be the tag team darlings of the indies and they're going to make their own bucks. No pun intended. Um, you know what I did? Yeah, I really didn't mean to do that. Um, but let me – you know what I read about Lucha? They're constructing the new um, – what do they call their their stage there? The new um, – oh, gosh. They, they What do they call the arena? Well, I can't think of the name of it. I can't think of it either. The temple, the new temple. That's what it's called, right? They call it the temple, I think. And I heard this going to have more of like a Area 51, like space alien vibe for season two. I, I don't know what to make of that, except that that could be really entertaining and really wonky, and I'm kind of excited about it. I think well, they're trying to book it like a, uh, oh man, now I'm drawing a blank. Like sci-fi-ish what, what type of thing. What are those stones called? Edge? Uh, what? The stones that they said the aliens put on. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It's a famous landmark with those big stones and. Oh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Yeah, I kept saying something. Yeah, Stonehenge. You think they're shooting for something like that? I don't. I don't even know, dude. I I still need to catch up on season one. I know a bunch of people posted it on like DailyMotion.com. I wish, the promotion is so good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's a really unique niche product, and we, you know, I can always get more of that in doses. I w- I haven't watched Ring of Honor in a couple weeks because I just wasn't feeling what they were doing. But I need to get back into ROH soon because we have tickets in Dallas, and I need to figure out what's going on with all that. You can catch up at like two shows. Well, I have it all logged on my DVR, but like it's a little daunting to think about watching five hours of ROH. Um, in the course of a week or two, so I'm gonna try and do it in dosage. But um, I guess did we miss anything WWE wise? I feel like we pretty much covered the entire scene. Um, I guess. Well, let me. I guess maybe we can kind of go off of this then. So we talked about where we think everything's headed and such. So maybe we revisit our Mania fantasy booking to kind of wrap up. I'd like to go to each of you and just hear. What's your main event, and how would you fill out the upper part of the card? Like, I don't want—I don't want to hear the whole show and what's the pre-show, but what's your main event, and what's like the other top two to three matches? Does anyone want to go first? I, I, I think the only thing I really can take from Helen the Cell is that um, Seth Rollins, if he comes out of SummerSlam with the title. You mean Survivor Series? Survivor Series. I'm sorry with the um, with the championship. Then I think we're more or less likely. To, I think we're more likely going to see um, him versus Triple H. But if he don't, then I'm not sure. I'm not totally sure. Not for the title, though, right? No, not for the title. He okay. Had, I, I don't think he will have the title versus Triple H. I don't okay. see the significance of that. Gotcha. So you. So what would the title match be at Mania? Uh, Shamus versus Cena. <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plane ticket? <laughs> uh, D Wayne, you go next. You know what? I'm going to have my fancy booking 
I had to look it um You're gonna say something stupid, aren't you? No, actually I'm gonna say something very logical. Okay. But now one of the matches you're gonna hate, but I mean I can see where it's gonna come from. Um so the main event I'm starting to re- I'm starting to see that the main event is probably gonna be the, the shield triple threat match. And I can see how it's, uh, how it would run. So yeah, chill, chill with that match. But uh, you'll have Brock versus The Rock. I mean, that's the rumor I'm, I'm hearing right now. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, a match that you probably gonna hate me for, but a match that I could probably see going: um, Cena versus Undertaker. I would love it. Cena vs. Undertaker, yeah. Okay, Dr. M. Uh, well, I really want the main event to be the Shield triple threat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be it would be perfect to have those three, again, three young guys in, in the main event picture at Mania, I think would be perfect. But I feel like the more realistic, at least one of the main matches, is going to be Rollins and Triple H, because definitely been teasing that a little bit for a while now. Triple H has um, got to get his too. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm on board with. Uh, I think it was your original suggestion, Aaron, of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, everything else I is a little bit up in the air still. I feel like this is going to be another big mania for Cesaro. I mean, I'm, I'm telling y'all, I think this is a very gradual build that's happening here, and where he fits at Mania, you know, no one knows that at this point, but I think he's going to have another great night. Okay. Uh, Mr. Sellis. Um, I'm going to a different tangent. I'm not even going to talk about a match. What I, what I expect to happen at, at Mania is something different, and I hope this can happen too, and I'm going to base this off Titus O'Neil. Um, just out of much respect with the promo that he gave uh, for breast cancer awareness and the support that he gave to those women and families that's going through that situation because cancer it's something that's ongoing, not just not the month of October. But I would really love for WWE to expand on the good speaking capabilities of Titus O'Neil, and I would like to see him be on the announcer booth for WrestleMania 32. Um, maybe you have him, King, Cole, and JBL like his foreman announced team. Uh, I would take Booker T off and keep him on the pre-show because I think I like him better on the pre-show. But I just think Titus O'Neil, especially since he's getting up there in age, he's almost 40. People don't realize that. And he did get a title at one point with the tag team titles. Didn't get the individual, you know, moment that he would like to. But still, just the capability of him being a public speaker, I think he would be a great commentator for WWE, and I think they need to capitalize on that. Okay. That's a kind of – I like your angle. Oh, that hurts. That, that sounds good, and it hurts at the same time. Like, he said so much talent, so much – I think he still has a little bit uh, more arc in his career. So to put a slap him in a booth is just like – it makes me feel like, uh, what's my man name with all the tattoos? Uh, that got hurt. Oh, yeah, Corey Graves. Corey Graves, oh. yeah. It makes me feel like that. Like, dang, I really wish to see, like, where his potential could have been. But I agree. He's a phenomenal talk. He's very educated. And that, um, him taking Charles for the breast cancer awareness is, like, it's, it was so good. It's beyond WWE to me. Right. Like, if he's able to, if he's able to not, uh, uh, you know, surprising the role big enough with WWE. I hope other people embrace him for that because really good stuff there, like really good. And that's a great comparison that you made about Corey Graves because me and D Wayne saw him at a house show, like literally right before he was about to debut before he got that concussion again. And I mean, Corey Graves, even though he lost the match to Ted DiBiase in Upper Marlboro, just the showmanship he put in that match, he literally carried that match. Oh, that he was he was such an awesome. You know, superstar to see. I had high expectations for him. Even though we saw him on NXT, just seeing him live just brought a whole new, whole new dynamic uh, for our house show. All right. Well, I'll throw out my predictions here last. Um, I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a different route also, um, but still predict the card. So I think you see Dean interfere uh, against Roman at Survivor Series. Seth keeps the title moving forward. And maybe you get like a... Maybe Roman gets another shot at some point. I think Brock comes back at the Rumble against Seth because he has claim to that title shot again because Seth kind of got... Wasn't it Taker kind of cheated on his behalf? 
when they had the title match with Brock and uh, Seth? Uh, yeah, Taker yeah. came out yeah. and then botched the match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think Brock is the one that takes the title off of Seth in January. I think Triple H turns on Seth for making the authority look bad. I think uh-huh. you get Triple H and uh, a babyface Seth Rollins. I think that they can get him babyface by Mania. I think that that's a match. I think you do um, Brock versus Roman for the title. I think Roman wins the Rumble again. Uh-huh. I think that's the only way you can put Roman over on the realistic tip and have it look good as opposed to having it look like a thing where they, what they're trying to do with Batista two years ago where you just shove a guy that you want in there. I think right. you can make it look good with Brock. Um, so Triple H, Seth, Brock, and Roman, and then past that point, I don't really know where you go with uh, with Cena. I don't know if The Rock comes back. I, it's not going to be against Cena, but if The Rock comes back, I don't know how many guys he can really work against star power-wise. So that's what kind of throws a monkey wrench into my thing because I feel like out of the guys I booked, only one of them could really take on The Rock. I wouldn't mind seeing Cena versus Taker. Um, that Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens match makes a lot of sense to me. But in a way, I'm glad that it's not all completely obvious because it makes the road to WrestleMania interesting. As much as we want, would really like to know what we're going to expect to see for this money we're fixing to spend next week. The tickets go on sale, folks. We're yep. going to have our tickets next week. Um, but I think that we have a semblance that we know that Undertaker will be on the card. Doesn't his run, by the way, Taker's recent run this year and how many matches he's had... Doesn't it sort of feel like Shawn Michaels' last run? Yeah. Doesn't it feel? But I'm, I'm very impressed with how Taker's been handling it, though. I'm yeah. very impressed. It just seems like he's 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 getting a lot of good feuds in. He's working, but still not too much. But it seems like he's really he's making one final push here. You know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if Taker's gonna work till Mania 34 or 35, I don't understand the point of having him work so much this year. I wonder if it is the end in Dallas. I think so. And if it's the end in Dallas, as cool as it would be to see that Sting match, I think the only appropriate ending for the dead man is a match against Cena. But then if you do that, then Cena doesn't get the championship with a 16. Also, it's their championship for the 10th time. Meh. I'm okay with it, though. I Take or Cena would blow the roof off the place, man. There's going to be a lot of accolades going on that day. Yeah. We'll see that. And and you kind of got to wonder if Kane's reaching the end of his run here too. And if so, how do they wrap his run up? Because it looks like he's going to – because that's what I'm saying. Like Sean had kind of the one little mini run again with DX. And then he had his whole thing with JBL. And then he went after Taker again. You know, they're going to do the Brothers of Destruction, it seems like, at Survivor Series again. I don't know. It kind of seems like he's having his little last hurrah run here. Hmm. It's, it's interesting because I would like to see Kane and Undertaker kind of go out together in a way, even though their careers came to to a point at a different point, so from different you know perspectives. But if Undertaker gets his you know individual glory first, of course. But I think if Kane does it like about five or six months later, I think Taker needs to be a part of that. I do too. I do too. And I don't mean like a retirement doesn't mean he can never come out and work again. Right. But it can right. mean like hey, this is kind of the end of me being at WrestleMania and me being a main event guy. Like, this is it. Now I'm more of a nostalgia act. Right. I'll come in and pop the crowd when you need me to pop the crowd. And I can come tombstone X, Y, and Z people whenever I need to do that. But um, I'm definitely more excited for WrestleMania again now. I know we were getting kind of down in the dumps there with that lull in in, uh, what was October in WWE, but I'm excited. And we get our tickets next week, gentlemen. That's, That's a cool thing. Yes, sir. Now I just want to know when the NXT show is going to be announced officially. Like I know that they have said when it's happening and what venue, but where are those tickets at? Let's get those going next too, folks. We're on it. We're on it. Uh, anything else that we missed? Uh, James Storm debut. Did anybody catch it? No, I, unfortunately I didn't, but I can go back and check I it out. I caught it. It was, uh, I mean, a typical James Storm match. Um, the crowd loved him. Yep. Um and I mean I, that makes sense. They were in Florida, um, but uh, but uh, no, he looked good in the ring, and I think I think he's a great addition to WWE. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of time when these guys come into the WWE, they don't realize like 
how real the WWE universe is. Because once they get like the first jitters out from the crowd pop, they really don't sit in right away too good. They got to work a little bit. They're like, oh, okay, I can get used to this. It's the first time, like, when Steam came out, it's just like, it looked really nervous. Mm-hmm. So, so I, got, I felt the same way with James Storm. But yeah, other than that, he looked, he, he wrestled good. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it just seemed like he was a little antsy, like, oh, I can't believe, like, this is really happening. But it's human. Well, one more NXT question, and then I think we got to go. Um, who takes the title off of Finn Balor when he makes his jump? Because I see him being on WrestleMania, maybe as NXT champion, maybe not. But he definitely needs to be in the main roster by SummerSlam of next year. Who's um, who's taking the title Baron off Corbin. of Finn Balor? I think it's going to be Baron Corbin. Yeah. Baron Corbin. He that's was the only person. By, he, to me, that's by default. I don't want to pick him, but that's by default. He's, yeah. He is yeah, tremendous on Breaking Ground. Did you guys see Breaking Ground yet? Yep, I didn't catch it. Baron Corbin is the best part of that show, and it's not even close. It, it really is. It really is. Like, literally. He's such a jerk. Involved, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, he has, in, in, all, in all fairness, he's stepped it up lately. Oh, yeah. Like, I was really impressed with how he performed at um, TakeOver recently. So, he's improving. He's such a, he's such a jerk in real life on that show, dude. Like, he was eating like a salad backstage before an NXT house showed Froda. And Mojo Raleigh's like, yeah, man, you eat that salad, man. You get hyped to eat that salad. And Barry Corbin's like, why don't you just shut your face? Go away. And it's just like, <laughs> he's just such a jerk. And apparently he like washed out of the NFL because he couldn't stop fighting people. Right. He was on like the Arizona Cardinals and he was like fighting his teammates and fighting other teams. That's the type and- of heel that WWE needs to build up. Yeah, man. It's, I think it's tremendous. <clears throat> I wonder if Hideo Itami comes back soon, too, because they're going to need some top babyface people um, if and when Finn Balor makes that jump. Yeah. I just think it's weird to have Finn Balor work in house show crowds for NXT in front of, like, 300 people and risk getting him hurt then when he could be on the main roster rocking 20,000 strong just as well. That's just to get him swept under the rug? No, man. I, th- I think they're going to be careful with him. I think that they have something special there, and I think they know it. I don't think you put together promo packages like they did before he won the title if he's not going to be a big deal. I think that's, that what they, I, that's what I think they mean by careful is keeping him on NXT. Well, and I, I've heard that Vince loves him and wants – because think about it, man. Like The next guy who's going to potentially sell Cena-level type of merch is going to be Finn Balor. That demon character, there's no end to that. But you got to save that entrance for Mania. You cannot bring that entrance or tease it or anything until it comes on Mania. No, I, I agree. And I fully expect to see it at WrestleMania. I think it would be a great way to open the show with the NXT Championship. Yep. I yep. think they, maybe they, maybe you do him versus like, well, who's who could he work that would be a big deal from NXT? Outside of Baron Corbin at Mania? Outside or? of Baron Corbin because I don't think that that's where they're going to go at Mania. It has to be a heel. Maybe James Storm, if you try to build him up to be a heel. Uh, I don't say some more I think it's going to be somebody up and coming. I don't think it's going to be a guy they brought in from the Indies. Hmm. And that's where I have a tough time with it. Maybe Hideo Itami. Man, if this was like 10 years ago, I could name so many people I would love to see him feud with. Like Vampiro. Like oh, Kane, Vampiro. Like Canyon. <laughs> Dr. M loves Vampiro. Yeah. It's, it's so many people I see this character being so good with like feuding with. Did you ever right see? Now, like, did you ever know. see the in WCW Doctor M the Human Torch match between Sting and Vampiro at Great American I, I Bash? Did see that match, yeah. What a tremendous <laughs> match that was! It was great. Uh, you talking about the bloodbath match? Well, they like no, the, it was like an inferno match basically. But he lit Vampiro on fire oh, and threw him oh, off the yeah, set. Yeah into like a, a pad thing but it was like a 20 foot fall legit man it was yeah. pretty sweet um well i don't know I, I i guess i was just trying to throw that nxt stuff out there because we haven't talked to nxt in a while but um i wouldn't mind seeing finn balor versus like nia Jax and oscar in a triple threat at mania that would be sweet too <laughs> hey if you're gonna do that then you gotta bring back the old jeff jarrett that was a womanizer Oh, absolutely. And I think <laughs> absolutely yeah. No, that's tremendous. I love it. And I also still want to see my Sami Zayn versus Vince McMahon match. It's happening. Yep. <laughs> Book it. That's a shoot, brother. Yeah, 
Um, all right. I'm going to go watch the Bulls here, I think, guys. LeBron's on the sideline nursing his back, so that's not a good sign for Cleveland. I don't know if you saw that or not. He's on my fantasy basketball team. <laughs> it's not a good sign for Philly Sosa's fantasy basketball team either. Not at all. Oh, man. Well, this was fun. I guess we will kind of look at the fallout of this new world title picture, which seems to definitely be locked up for a while. Um and kind of what they do with ADR and what new... Hopefully we'll have some mid-card feuds that we can talk about next week because we don't have a lot of them yet, but I suppose some things could have developed on SmackDown tonight as we record this. But um, I guess for the rest of the crew, this is Aaron. This is the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, and we'll catch you guys very, very soon. Thanks for listening.